0: Hello, everyone. I'm John Claude at Beyond Mystic, and welcome to this very special episode entitled Censored into the Great Abyss. And of course, today, in a time of universal deceit, telling the truth is a revolutionary act, George Orwell. With me this evening are my very good friends, Ken Schwartz from C60PurplePower.com. Welcome, Ken.
1: I'm glad to be here.
0: And also my friend Sean at SGT Report. You can find him at sgtreport.tv. Sean, welcome back to the episode. Hey, John claude And of course, Sarah Westall. Last but not least, you can find her work at sarahwestall.com. Sarah, welcome to the show.
2: Well, Thank you so much for inviting me.
0: Well, you're very welcome. And Sarah, let's start with you. Uh, Gentlemen, if you don't mind here, uh, Ken and Sean, I'll ask uh, Sarah, seeing it's... It is her first time here on my show uh, to maybe introduce herself to the audience and explain a little bit how universe conspired uh, to her having an incredible voice here in the alternative media and what subsequently happened to her uh, very recently here, uh, which are echoes of this uh, George Orwell (laughs) quote that I just put up here. So, Sarah, please uh, give the audience here a bit of an overview on what you do, and uh, we'll start the conversation there.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, we're all we're all part of this operation that they're wielding against us. And that's what we ha- can't forget is you start to feel like you're a victim. But you got to remember that this is a big operation that they have planned and they're doing very purposely. But I got to tell you, I started more innocently. I was looking at the edge of change and, the you know, really looking at how cool things or technologies are coming in and the, just the edge of change. I really get into science and 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 business and and how society can change and evolve. And then I realized as I started running into really, really good things that it was like, oh, why aren't we implementing these things? Because it would change society and it would be so great. Then I realized that there's a big wall that's put up against people trying to do change. And um, that was kind of my first red pill, if you will. And I started learning a lot more. And now I'm I'm all in. I'm just all into this Luciferian global agenda and right now they are doing it big time with COVID as their centerpiece. They've been planning this for decades and we're in the middle of this implementation and my channel being deleted the same time Sean's was deleted on October 15th. We were all caught up in an operation that was three weeks before the presidential election that silenced anyone that was looking for freedom and for us to uh, try to have some kind of national, you know, United States needs first, our needs first, not that we don't care about the rest of the world, but you got to take care of what we have going on here first. But we got caught up and all of us are caught up in this operation and this COVID agenda and this Lucif- let's be clear, it's a Luciferian uh, globalist agenda. They have no need for a a country like the United States, no need for anybody having sovereignty. They want a dictatorship that's worldwide. And that's what they're using this COVID to do. And they want a digital currency. And it seems so, you know, 10 years ago, I would have thought I was a complete nutcase talking like this, but I've talked to so many people and from so many directions who are completely different from each other with all sorts of different political um bents, you know, some that are extremely um, what you would classify as liberal and some that are com- extremely conservative and everyone's saying the same thing who have experienced it and have some you know experience with what's really going on. And this really is a very scary time for mankind and this isn't just like what we, what you know the Chinese have experienced back in the 1920s or what russia experienced when the bolshevik revolution although there's a lot of similarities this is at a worldwide level it's like what what um they claim that the nazis wanted to do is take over the entire world i don't know there's historical um rewrites but that's what we're in we're in for and my website what i'm trying to do is i'm trying to bring the best information for it i possibly can and of course i'm not getting all the best because i'm a human being so i'm trying the best i can but man there's some great stuff up there on what's really going on and some great people and if you go through that you can learn a lot of what's really happening now you got to go in with an open mind and try to learn and and i always tell people you can't trust any source that you get you got to do your own research because you don't know, well, first of all, nobody you don't know who you can trust. And who knows if even the person the person can be a very good person, but they might be deceived. You just don't know um, what you can trust these days. And so you have to do your own homework. I wouldn't first of all you can't trust the mainstream media at, at all. And you gotta get away from that. And you gotta look for independent journalists that are sincere and are trying to bring you really good information. And that is who they're targeting right now. Is sincere journalist trying to bring you really good, accurate information. Okay, that's my two cents spiel.
0: Well, I thank you so much, uh, Sarah. And <laughs> seeing as your first time here on the show, I have to tell you that I've been following you for quite some time. And I think I first heard about you uh, when you interviewed Cliff Eye many years ago, and I've been following you ever since. And of course, I was inspired by the work you did. And this is how I got into doing exactly what you just described there, trying to bring the information to light and empower people so that they can make the best decisions for their lives and so that we can stand together against this censorship and world tyranny. I put up that quote of H.G. Wells, or uh, sorry, um, George Orwell earlier, and I don't feel very revolutionary. I feel a little bit more like a criminal. Of course, uh, I was I went through demonetization, uh, YouTube, you know, basically unlisting uh, my videos and describing them as unsuitable for advertisers. That's how it started, and then eventually I just woke up and the channel was gone. This was about a week and a half ago, so <laughs> I know how you feel. But I wanted to take this opportunity, Sarah, saying again, as your first time here on the show thank you uh, for your service for humanity and for what you've done Um, I mean you've you've put out so much so much information over the years and I've seen so many of your hard-hitting videos and I have to tell you you are quite the brave woman and it's unfortunate that in these days we don't reward that we're actually punishing that so I wanted to take this opportunity and with my audience here to to really thank you for everything you've done well thank you
2: well, thank you. You know, it doesn't feel like that. And I think both of you probably experience this as well. Or I, I don't think I can, I don't know if you're being uh, censored at all, but when you go to my uh, YouTube channel, which no longer exists, it puts me up there as if I'm an, a harasser and abuser and I'm this, you know, scum of the earth. And, mm-hmm. and it's exactly opposite what we're trying to do. We're trying to save lives. We're trying to end this abuse. And, um, but you know we're in an upside-down world right now. It's it's uh, it's really it's, it's crazy
0: yeah absolutely so folks thank you for joining us this evening this is a live interactive show if you have comments or questions please do populate the chat and we'll try to get to them as we go along here in this interview and i want to remind you of course of my new backup channel which is up now and uh, i'm trying to rebuild the community (laughs) that was destroyed so if you're just finding me again here please do remember to like share and of course uh, subscribe and check out the lineup that we have coming this week very um, phenomenal in terms of interviews. And also in the last couple of days here, uh, maybe this last interview with Penny Kelly entitled A Break in the Clouds, uh, there was a little bit of a ray of hope there and some of her insights. So if you you guys are in the need for that, and I think we all are, uh, maybe go watch that episode. Now, uh, let me turn to you, uh, Sean. The last time you were on, uh, you had recently been uh, terminated, and I had uh, put out a video asking people, to go support you at sgtreport.tv. And I said in my video, you know, if you guys have been listening to Sean for this last decade for free on YouTube, uh, he's just been censored for doing this hard work. And if you can, please go support him at sgtreport.tv. If not now, when? And I meant that not knowing that I was about to get deleted someone by- a little bit after but tell us a little bit um, how things have been with you now I know you're rebuilding also your community you're rebuilding your library here on this uh, private server give the audience here um, a bit of an update as to what's transpired since you got deleted
3: yeah. Well, thanks for that uh, shout out, I guess. Um, if you did that when my uh, channels got taken down, two channels, both in good standing on October 15th, along with Sarah's channels and 2X22 report channels and Red, T- Red Pill 78, bunch of channels got taken down on that day, pretty much at the behest of uh, Media Matters for America, who did a hit piece on All of Us on that same day that was released. Then on the 22nd of October... Media Matters for America did another hit piece, uh, this time targeting 13 people on Patreon. I was one of those. So then Patreon took down my Patreon account. Uh, MailChimp deplatformed me. So then I couldn't reach my patrons. I mean, it's just a sinister, nefarious attack on truth. And that is the truth of the matter. And I'm on BitChute. And, you know, here's the thing. We can say rebuilding, and I guess there's truth in that, so I'm on BitChute, right? They're not going to scare me away. I'm on Odyssey, I'm on Rumble, you know, parlor, et cetera. Um, but the problem is, is that they're killing leaders, okay? They are digitally assassinating leaders, and I don't consider myself a leader. I'm saying I'm one of many. I'm, I'm a foot soldier in the digital war and they digitally assassinated me from my YouTube platform that I built over 10 years, two channels, both in good standing, taken down without cause or warning, right? They violated their own terms of service. I didn't have any community guidelines strikes, John Clark. Two channels, one with 640,000 subs, the other with 107,000 subs, the backup channel. Well, that's not good enough for YouTube, okay? They can't just take down your main channel. I mean, if they're gonna do that and violate their own community guidelines, they may as well take down both channels. That's what they did to me. Sarah, X-22, all sorts of us, and we're trying to fight back by suing Google, but here's the problem. Where is the leadership in our own government? Okay, right now, I really, aside from Sidney Powell and Lynn Wood and precious few others, where is the leadership? Because that's what people, that's what Americans are hungry for right now. And uh, on my website, thephaser.com, I put up a video today from Bill Whittle. It's titled, American Cowards. And he makes the point that the problem starts with me, he says. The problem starts with him. He's been a patriot for a very long time. But maybe he hasn't been doing enough. Maybe none of us have been doing enough. As we're having this pleasant conversation right now on a Monday evening, one month before a hardcore criminal is going to be sworn in to office, where are the people marching in the streets? That's the point that Bill Whittle makes in that important video on my site, thephaser.com. And I want to read a quote here for you. And I want you to think hard and long about this quote, folks, and think about people like William Barr and Chief Justice John Roberts and the other people on the Supreme Court that were put into power by Donald Trump, who did not stand with him when they shot down the Texas lawsuit. Here's the quote. It's from Abraham Lincoln. To sin by silence when they should protest makes cowards of men. I want you to consider William Barr, who today said he sees no reason to assign a special prosecutor On under Biden. I want you to consider Chief Justice John Roberts, an absolute turncoat and a traitor. Where is the leadership in this, the final hour of the republic? Because we're down to the last month of this republic. If this thing goes the way the deep state wants, well, look, now we know why they digitally assassinated so many truth tellers on October
0: 15th. Uh, and further to that, too, when the uh, Hunter Biden laptop story came out, uh, there was a 60-minute interview with Trump. And he was asking the reporter, hey, why aren't you asking Biden about this? And they were like, oh, we, this can't be verified. This can't be verified. And of course, all the YouTubers, a lot of YouTubers who were talking about the laptop got also deleted. But now, of course, two weeks ago, the DOJs admitted that, of course, yeah, <laughs> they are aware of the laptop and there's ongoing investigations. You were just not allowed to hear about that before the election. And my question was to a lot of my subscribers, is YouTube going to reinstate those people who were right, who were accused of um, propagating face- fake news about this Hunter laptop? No. And we haven't seen them reinstated. Sean, I brought up your phaser.com article here so people can see it. Let me bring that back on the on the screen for everyone. Uh, so, folks, that's the phaser.com uh, where you can find this article. And uh, Sean's also on uh, BitChute. Um, uh, Sarah, are you also on BitChute now?
2: I am. I'm on BitChute and Odyssey and, and Rumble. I also have a SarahWestell.tv. So oh, you I'm do? So I'm trying to build that up. They did. Yeah, they didn't delete my Patreon, but they gave me a warning and said if I didn't delete out some of my stuff that they were gonna delete my Patreon. I was really worried because I can't just take a hit like that. Um, so they didn't, but I—I um, I don't know. I'm building up SarahWestall.tv because I think my days are numbered. I don't—I really don't know, and so wow. I'm very concerned about that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um- I'm still on Patreon in the sense that when YouTube terminated my account, there was nothing left to be on Patreon because all of my videos on Patreon were hosted on YouTube. I I didn't have them on Vimeo. Uh, So now uh, (laughs) I'm just basically starting afresh there on Patreon and I'm asking my supporters to keep with me here as I rebuild this this database and decide where to put it and I'm, I'm kind of leaning uh, towards the same direction as you guys here as to having a private server um, to not deal with the issue but The problem with all of this is that we're now all segmented voices out in the ether and it becomes very hard for people. It was hard for people to find us on YouTube because of the algorithm changes in the last couple of years. Now it's even harder for people. And this is part of the reason I'm doing this video is try to bring back this community in some type or fashion of cohesion so we can find each other. Um, The last video I did on YouTube was um, election update status report with Carrie Cassidy. And the next day, my YouTube channel was gone. So I have uploaded this video now here to BitChute. Uh, somebody was nice enough to resend me that video. And um, so you can find me here too, at Gun Mystic on BitChute. And go watch that episode. A lot of people think that's the episode that might, <laughs> might have kicked me off. I, I'm not sure, in the sense that um, we were talking about the election, the overall scheme, uh, the COVID stuff, maybe the ET uh, component, all of this, uh, it was a very, a concise video uh, on the subject. Um, it's not things that she hadn't said before, but it was just maybe the the algorithms are different today than they were in the last couple of months where she had been on the show. Um, Ken, let's um, let's circle back here. You sent me something earlier today too that was quite concerning about some of these new terms of service uses uh, that are coming up in Instagram and other of uh, these applications here and how. Um, maybe you're trying to deal with that and how the audience uh who might not be aware of these changes uh, might need to take some actions here to protect their data so let's get into that a little bit
1: oh yeah they had some new oh uh shout out to sarah sarah's you know she's been around for quite a while and she's the she's the one that actually brought c60 to the public consciousness so just to let people know on that one that's uh she's a really important well, you
2: know
1: thank you Ken. yeah very that one interview you you had, and so uh, people, you know, that's and that's a really important service. I mean, we've lost our public comments and and yes, you know, have, yeah. uh, free speech. It's it's just outrageous. But oh, back to the the thing. Yeah, the Facebook and Instagram, which are the same company, they've uh, they come out with the new terms of service, and uh, basically they they claim the right to like mine everything, all of your emails, your addresses, mm-hmm. the texts you have. Uh, they, they claim, you know, on your phone and even on your computer that they, if they can get in, if they can grab it, they can, uh, take it. And so that's just one of the things, but of course, Apple's fighting back right now. Apple and uh, Facebook are in a big lawsuit because Apple on all its products is going to make sure that any app must have permission from, you know, the owner of the app. I mean, from the owner of the computer, the, the Apple customer to mine any data. In in an Apple machine, and so there's a big fight going on, but it looks like probably Apple's going to win, and so it's just one more thing for them. I mean, at least somebody's standing up to a certain extent uh, and protecting their customers' privacy and uh, from being mined. But you know, actually, I think what what Facebook is trying to to legitimize is what they've been doing all along, and they're just coming out now because of you know the election came over and. It's the same thing. Like, look for instance, uh, the the whole the whole D, D, DNC hack, right? It's all of a sudden the FBI discovers, oh, we have twenty thousand pages on Seth Rich, and and they had their laptop, and the laptop tells them for sure, you know, the communication the WikiLeaks that that uh, the person who it wasn't it wasn't a Russian hack, it was Seth Rich and a uh, and a thumb drive that stole the DNC. But, you know, people talk about that, but they don't talk about why the reason. And the reason was that they went after it is because what the information that he gave to Wiki, WikiLeaks uh, kind of proved that uh, that Bernie Sanders got ripped, was st- the Bernie, the election, I guess, or so the primary was stolen from Bernie Sanders by Hillary. And that's the information they don't want to get out. And, of course, there's another stolen election, well, four years ago. And I think you know these elections that we see you know obviously like I was seeing some other ridiculous thing uh, as somebody was a uh, listening and like in Georgia they, have, they found 700,000 1000 voters in Georgia all have their birth dates on January 1st. Well,
0: so so you heard about you know, that
1: <laughs> but all January 1st but you know the chances if that was you know cuz 1 out of 160 chance so you know Georgia would have for that to happen Georgia would have to have a population of over half a billion people. Right? So it's just, it's just, it's just one more ridiculous thing. But I think, it's obvious. You know, I, yeah, it, I think these, uh, the, the, but it's been going on for years. This, these election fraud has been going on for years. It's just that so many people voted for Trump in the last election that it kind of overwhelmed their various electronic, uh, cheating systems. And, uh, and then they had, you know, shut on the swing states. They had to actually shut down the counting and then, oh uh, yeah, he's a great, he's great. Uh, They had to shut down the counting, and uh, and then uh, and and then you know stuff the ballot box. Essentially, it's just it's just it's gotten to that point. Uh, But you know when they they think they're going to take over and you know rule the world like you know what that Charles Schwab whatever his name is the the freak from uh, World Economic Forum. But you know it's what they say it's like with revolution this kind of revolution you know first time tragedy the second time farce. And people are incredibly incompetent. And, you know, look at the junk they make, like the, you know, the USS Gerald Ford, or the F-35, or the littoral fighting ship, you know, that's in their technological side. Look, China has, what, 20,000 kilometers of high-speed rail? The United States has zero. In fact, they tried to make high-speed rail several times, but because of corruption and incompetence, they Can't even do that, and then these people think that our class Schwab that's his name, yeah. It's uh, and they think that somehow they're gonna their their plan to you know like enslave humanity or in America is gonna work. <laughs> I don't think so.
0: Well, the more they push and the more they delete people like Sean and his GT, like Sarah, with all that, uh, um on our website, the more people are going to want to hear what they have to say. So I think it's a losing proposition in the end for them. But in the meantime, they have to do this. They they are running a course, they're running a strategy, and they don't give you know a, a care in the world for any lawsuits that they might have to deal with <laughs> later down the road. There's much bigger things at stake for them here. And I wanted to maybe get into that. I was just showing here um, that clip from uh, uh, the World Economic Forum and also that one from Owein BP. Uh, he's really funny because in that video, of course, he's showing those uh, those uh, suitcases with ballots being counted, and of course, the mainstream fact checkers were telling you that you know you didn't actually see that. The, the, these are not the droids you're looking for. So the gaslighting is through the roof. And uh, I wanted to ask you, maybe, Sarah, how are you feeling? Given everything that's happening right now, I know for me and for a lot of my audience who've been trying to follow the truth for a number of years, even the hardened uh, researchers wake up some mornings and think, man, am I the crazy one? (laughs) Again, the the, the gaslighting is so through the roof. How are you dealing with all of this, Sarah?
2: I don't wake up thinking I'm crazy. I wake up being frustrated that the other people aren't seeing some of these things because... I have done a lot of research on the Global Economic Forum. I do know that COVID, they plan everything out from COVID. This is a worldwide event. You know, China getting COVID first really shows people that China's in on this too. Um, This is a globalist takeover, and China's not just a side player. They're in on it too. All of us are in on it, or all the different countries are. There's some in in, um, South America and Africa and elsewhere. Some of these other countries, some littler ones aren't quite they're more still independent, which is is a good thing. Mexico is fighting back. Canada's already fallen as far as I'm concerned. Toronto is gonna to be completely shut down. Um, some of these other countries are fighting back a lot more than the United States is. When Sean gets to this point where he's saying nobody's in the streets uh, protesting, we're nowhere near what some of the European countries are protesting. I mean, these people are out on the streets. In Germany, we've had millions out in the street. Where are our protesters? You know, like alone. If you're in if you're in some of these liberal states, Democrat strongholds, I don't even know if there really is any Democrat strongholds. I, I actually have seen data that the only place that Biden won was New York, maybe. But even so, the ones where there's a more congregation of uh, Democrats, I'm telling you, it's like you're in a freaking twilight zone. And I was I don't wear my mask. I have this little Patrick Wood uh Thing saying I got a medical condition and I won't I won't wear this mask, and I had some guy verbally assault me the other day, t- calling me the c u n t word and a and a b i t c h and all these things for not wearing a freaking mask. And you know I, I'm I if he wasn't so assu- insulting, I wouldn't. I have a temper and I usually can be really under control, but when someone does that to me, it kind of triggered me, and so I went got back in his face, which gosh, I shouldn't do that. But I, I did. And I told him that he was you know, brainwashed and 10 times more people are dying from the mandates. And I just, he was about ready to hit me. And, but the thing is, I looked around and it was like the Stepford Wives or the invasion of the body snatchers, everybody around would not look at us. They look straight ahead. They all social, nobody would talk to each other and they all had their masks on shopping. You know, because I was at all these and I was like, I feel like I'm in the frickin twilight zone, you know, so that's the sad part. It's like our humanity has been stripped from us. I don't yeah. I feel like I'm a sane one with a bunch of crazy. I do question, you know, because I do um, do some interviews with the Lucifer- Luciferian agenda that I never thought I'd be doing these kinds of things you know interviewing somebody who grew up in a satanic cult and teaching us about what this cult really is like and what they really are trying to do you know i question myself sometimes on that like am i going too far and oh uh, you know oh my god this is this is crazy but my question is I, I i don't i think it's 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 good to say that this is crazy because it is crazy i mean these people are crazy the problem is is that we have a crazy cult and crazy people that blackmail others and control others that we somehow fell asleep on and this cult got into power and that's a problem yeah you know we got we we can't have a crazy cult in power but we do yeah and so Uh, um go ahead
0: i yeah that's my my response to that We have a little bit of a delay here with uh, Sarah's audio, so sometimes we'll uh, speak for each other. We're doing our best here, so bear with us. Uh, thank you for that, Sarah. And I don't blame you for for maybe losing your temper because for me, too, it just happened the other day. when We were at a dinner party. And I was trying to get a point across, and somebody kind of you know, uh, touched my knee underneath the table like, you know, JC, don't talk about this. I'm like... What do you mean I can't talk about this? This problem, we can't talk about anything. We can't, you know, everything's. everybody's offended by everything. And I want to get uh, Sean in on this here too. Like, what's the state of our currency, of our humanity, of our country, if we can't tell each other the truth? Where do we go from here, Sean?
3: Well, first of all, was that your wife who tapped you under the table? Because the same things happened to me with my wife. Believe me, it's happened before. <laughs> Yeah. And that kind of gets that kind of gets to Sarah's point, where I think what I'm really disappointed in um, with all my fellow Americans, but especially if you live in a state like Sarah and I do, where you know you have a tyrannical governor mandating unconstitutional laws, telling one sector of the economy, you don't have the right to open your business today. But meanwhile, the big box stores, they can be open. right? Mm-hmm. The majority of stores are open but not your store, not your restaurant, not your bar. I'm pretty ticked off to see so little rebellion, organized rebellion against that in this state that we're in. Uh, you know, fortunately for the people in Wisconsin, they have a very well healed well-organized uh, restaurant bar association that took their criminal governor to the Supreme Court of the state and the Supreme Court of the state stood with the people and said, Yeah, you tyrant governor, you don't have the constitutional right to do this, but we're not seeing a lot of that in these other states. You know, where is the open rebellion in California, in New York, where literally these governors are killing people? Not only were they putting COVID patients, young people with COVID into nursing homes, thereby infecting and killing elderly people, eugenics. In addition to that, they're going to be killing people because now you can't run your business. For your own safety, You can't run your business. I mean, these are, what, we're to believe these are benevolent dictators. They love the people so much that they're going to protect the people from the COVID boogeymen, right? So you can't open your business, but you can starve to death. You can get a divorce because you're going to lose your home and one of your kids commits suicide. You know, I just made this point to Robert David Steele the other day. Sooner or later, these tyrant governors are going to push somebody too far. Somebody who lost everything and has nothing else to lose, right? As Gerald Salente likes to say. When you lose it all, you got nothing else to lose, you lose it. And that that's what's coming. And it shouldn't have gotten to that point. These tyrant governors should have been put in their place. So we can all see what the playbook is. You ask what's the hope for the Republic essentially? What's the hope moving forward? Well, not a damn thing that I can see if Donald Trump doesn't get four more years as our lawfully reelected president. Okay, because we're in the middle of a coup right now. So we can all just, you know, kind of chill and have a nice talk. And I love you guys, but Where's the outrage? We have one month left to save the republic. Because if Biden gets in, as far as I can tell, it's pretty much game over. Because he'll do exactly what all the Democrat governors have been doing. He's already promised 100 days of mask mandates. Where's the science? It's just absurd. So this is how far we've gone down this slippery slope of despotism. And I'm scared to death that we're going to lose our republic.
0: Oh it's uh, really well said. And I think to add to what you just said here, there's another element of the mainstream media and these tech giant companies censoring the truth. And here, these are the new um, rules to abide by on Twitter, where they are going to delete any information that talks about how, uh, how some of these ant vaccines <laughs> are harmful to people and i remember tweeting about this like well didn't we just see a nurse fall down during a press conference uh, didn't we just see the healthcare workers in, uh, in alaska have severe uh, reactions to all of this but yet we're not allowed to speak about that we're not allowed to even question why these people are having reactions and whether or not there's something in our own um, immune system that might trigger the same reaction in us. So um, th- the whole idea here of fighting for the republic, as you say, um, we need a media, we need a mainstream media that is not placating the truth. And, and maybe back to you here, uh, Ken, how do we go about doing that at this point? Is it just a, a wait and see to see if the president gets in or not? Is there anything else that can be done at this point? Or what? what are your thoughts on all of this, Ken?
1: Well, I mean, it's 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 clearly a coup d'état going on. There's no doubt about that. It's 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 so obvious that uh, the election was re- was won by Trump, and uh, I mean, all that information will come out. There will there have no doubt about that. But but uh, yeah, I mean, we're of course now you see all these new places: BitChute, Brighton, Rumble, NewTube. Uh, we have all these new, which in the end will eventually destroy YouTube because mm-hmm. all these new ones, I don't know which one will become, uh, you know, maybe or several of them will become the new, you know, alternative tube that people go to. But uh, it will happen. I mean, in the long run, they're basically just cutting themselves by the destruction of free speech. And as and as you know, basically, this it's a public monopoly uh, regulated because it's a, a commons. And, and come on, Facebook, the first president of Facebook was a DARPA vice president. He left DARPA to go set up Facebook. And Facebook's first loan, $9 million loan, uh, came from a DARPA slush fund. And, you know, Alphabet, Google, all of these companies are basically just extensions of the military industrial or the intelligence industrial complex. And if you go behind the scenes, even Bill Gates was actually, IBM was behind him. And so, and there's back doors in uh, and then, but there's hope. Like, for instance, Intel was a completely backdoor thing. They moved it to Israel, you know, and, you know, the Intel inside, you know, well, that's just a little chip they had, so anybody could break into it. But now, Intel, because corrupt people are, are inf- I guess, become inferior minds, their minds are corrupted, so they don't work. So now, Intel can't get down to 10 nanometers when you build chips. So it's going to go out of business. And some other company is going to take all the business.
3: Wait, why say that again? Why can't they go down to 10 nanometers? I've heard Intel struggling. So no, because they're, they're,
1: incompetent. they're incompetent, they don't have the skills. Lots of others are. They're even pushing five nanometers. Other companies are, but because when you become a corrupt company, you know, corrupt people hire corrupt people, who hire corrupt people, who are they hire bootlickers and brown nosers, and those are the people that can't get the job done. And you'll see that's
2: why the bureaucracy.
1: Yeah, exactly. Look, like, look, like, like, look at the, uh, the 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 new Hummer. They built this new Hummer, right? The affirmative action Hummer. It's mm-hmm. the greatest Hummer ever, right? And They started running it off the production line, and then they start. They put the weapons package on the back. And it warped the frame so much you couldn't open the doors. Or if you had the doors open, you couldn't close them, right? I mean, and, and, and that's just this this rising tide of incompetency is sinking all ships. And, and it goes back well, to like That's the,
2: why entrepreneurship... Go ahead. That's why entrepreneurship and... And new businesses thrive because the big ones get complacent and and they get rid of their hard workers. They don't they don't reward the right behavior. I mean, it goes on and on and on. How why a bureaucracy kills itself from the inside. I mean, that's that happens all all the time. I did want to say one point that I don't want to cut. Uh, um, you off, Ken? Because what you're saying is so important. But I wanted to say swing back before people forget when uh, you were both talking about your wives uh, hitting you under the table about the truth. The thing is, is that's exactly what we need to be having: is conversations about the truth. Because if you can't have true conversation, truth conversations, we're really in trouble. Because that's where is? real change happens.
3: Sarah, here's the problem with that, though, and Go this ahead. is why this is why his wife's banging him under the table and my wife has done that to me too. It's because most people are not equipped with this language. They don't understand the history. If they don't even know what the Federal Reserve Bank is, they don't know what private banks are. If they don't know who the Rothschilds are, if they don't know that vaccines can actually give your kids autism or put them on the spectrum, as is the case as you well know with my oldest, Sarah, if people don't have Mm -hmm. the language, you may as well be speaking to them in a foreign language—German, Russia, French. They don't understand what you're saying, and they they immediately get sheep eyes, doe eyes—they they that blank stare anywhere but at you. That's the problem with dialogue. <laughs> I
2: well, I know, I, and I get those emails back from. I just got one from a guy that's been harassing me forever. I actually went to high school with him, so I know he's a legit person who's telling me that I got to stop. Promoting this dangerous propaganda, and that I'm hearing this from this right wing media. I'm like, I, I no, <laughs> I hear it from source documents and and interviews that I do with people who are actually involved. But I, you know, I'm working so hard to to educate those people. But I do got to say, if this many people voted for Trump, we are making some headway, and th- we we are making headway. The thing is, is that everybody, especially in a state like ours, where, you know, I was in all these and people are afraid. It was really like the invasion of the body snatchers. I looked around and nobody would even look at me in the eyes and they all walked away like they were scared. People are terrified. And it's this COVID, this is a big operation. And mm-hmm. I, I, this is what scares me is they know how to implement and they know how to, um, th- they're doing a brainwashing technique. And they're using these masks to brainwash. They're using the media to brainwash. They're bullying people. They're scaring the hell out of people with these COVID numbers that are full of crap. CNN has it on all day long. Even if you're listening to uh, uh, like Rush Limbaugh or somebody, they have the Fox News, you know, news uh, inserts every 15 minutes. that gives you the bullshit information that's not true to scare the heck out of people. It's, it's, they're inundated. It's the shadow net where they completely inundate everybody with this information. They put the, especially the younger kids. Oh my gosh. The kids that are in their twenties, they're not kids, I guess they're young adults. They're in their twenties. They're, they're in this bubble. They don't get to see anything that the narrative doesn't want them to see with technology completely control the narrative for them. So they're completely, they're brainwashed. And the only way we can get to them is through conversations at the dinner table or, you know, in the nightclubs. And their operation with these stupid masks and shutting down and not letting people talk to each other is taking that away from us.
0: Yeah, that was the last straw. And, and that's the conversation I had with my Sarah, who was kicking me underneath the table at a, at a dinner party. Because, of course, we have less and less of these dinner parties with friends because uh, we tell the truth. And some people have issue with that. And so it is a self-limiting move, I guess, when you're trying to build a friendship in this community. And that's why I have this YouTube channel and where I, I enjoy having these conversations with you and with like-minded people who come here in the chat room and, and participate with us because, Otherwise, i might as well be a hermit living on a mountain somewhere. I want to switch gears here and open up the floor to all of you to this maybe more controversial question here. A couple months ago, I had an interview, a roundtable discussion on my show, and I had titled it the uh, Trump-QAnon debate. And I had guests on uh, to discuss whether or not this was another PSYOP. And by the PSYOP, I mean was the idea of the promise of draining the swamp a PSYOP, was the idea of Q and the relentless, we have it all, trust the plan, don't worry, You know that type of narrative, was that all a PSYOP, just to have the globalists buy more time to install their 5G towers, to continue to rape our pension funds, to continue to change the financial system from under our feet? And here we have a, um, a audience member who has a question on the screen here for you guys, and saying, hey, come on, Mr. T was just playing a part. Was he just playing a part? Um, are all these millions of votes who went for him thinking that he actually wanted to drain the swamp and was going to do it. Was that all in vain? What, what are your guys' idea on whether or not we're just being hoodwinked again uh, with a new type of narrative this time around? I'll start with you, Ken.
1: Well, I thought, you know, I, Trump ran for president, you know, maybe it was a bit of egotism and all that, but he ran and, you know, they didn't expect he would get in, but he ran with, I think an honest, uh, a uh, thing to make America, an um, honest purpose to make America better. But yeah, he did go into the swamp, and unfortunately, he was he was surrounded by swamp creatures because that's all there is. I mean, look at Barr. Barr comes out. You know, we know Barr was sitting on the Justice Department, had been investigating Hunter Biden's for 11 months, right? If that had come out before the election, or the Russian hack bullshit <laughs> came out before the election. Uh, things would have been different. So yeah, all around him, and, and so obviously, you know, the FBI is corrupt. The Justice Department is completely corrupt. Of course, we know Congress is all bought and paid for, and uh, and you see all these. Of course, the CIA. <laughs> we don't need to go there. I mean, they they tracked Lucifer 2, Remember that Lucifer 2 stuff? They tracked that back to Langley. and right? They didn't even cover their tracks well. So you know, all these, all the the permanent kind of uh, bureaucratic mo- creatures there just just refused to go along right they just sabotaged him in every different way I mean they got in this ridiculous Russian hack story or working with the Russians you know the elections it's all of course come out to be complete BS but they said the media just simply pounded on that for four years and uh, and and essentially stopped his presidency from really doing a lot I personally I think he should have uh, got more of a pair and just gone after them and the military, too. Yeah, if you want troops out of Syria, then they leave. And if the generals don't say that, you just fire them. And you keep firing them. Maybe fire them all, which would be a great thing. And uh, and then the troops come out. I mean, he should have just put it down a lot earlier, but he just you know, went along to get along thinking that way he would accomplish more. But in the end, he, he really didn't.
0: So what, what do you think, Sean? It, was the president too slow acting? Was his hands completely tied with russia gate pussy gate all of these you know impeachment things what happened in the last four years because a lot i heard a lot of the people tell me oh don't worry jc it's gonna happen in the first hundred days of office office of course nothing happened and then they said oh it's, it's gonna happen at the midterm jc just wait you'll see you'll see nothing happened in the midterms no rest no heads on the spike. but don't worry jc it'll be in the second term now <laughs> just wait jc just wait and i'm like man i'm tired of waiting and in the meantime People like Sean, like Sarah, like everybody else are being deleted here from the face of history, and we're just trying to get to the truth. Are we being hoodwinked, Sean?
3: Well, we're going to find out in the next 30 days, JC. All right, so there's the good news. So for the people sitting on the sidelines that wanted just to be cynical, you can go find the channels. We know who they are. The cynics, the uh, anarchists that called us all idiots and tinfoil hat suckers for believing in Trump. That we're stupid because he's just the same side of the same coin, right? Two sides of the same coin. We know these channels. Okay, I'm not a big fan of a lot of these people because they wanted you out of the game. They did not want you, American Patriot, in the great game. So stand down, G.I., nothing to see here. Donald J. Trump is just bought and sold and bought and paid for by the same globalists that have bought Joe Biden. That's what they want us to believe, right? So Q, let's go back to your question, is Q a LARP? Is the whole thing just a bunch of nonsense to get us to stand down? We're gonna find out in the next 30 days. And time's running out. So look, I was a critic of Q, I was also a proponent of Q, and I paid the price for sharing Q drops. So I would ask this question, if Q is nothing but a LARP and we're just suckers, then why did it matter so much to George Soros and Media Matters to target those of us on Patreon that quote unquote were profiting from sharing Q information. If Q's not a threat, if American patriots standing up for their government against the deep state isn't an actual threat, then why bother taking Q channels down? Why bother censoring us? I, that's my number one question. But number two, I would say, why so much cynicism around drops That's we're identifying people I'd never heard of in many cases and encouraging anons To do the research that the mainstream mockingbird horror media won't do, thereby outing pedophiles and pedophile rings. Okay, How is that harmful? So there's that. It's harmful to the deep state, I would argue. But then the final thing I would say is I was listening to an interview today on Silver Doctors with Paul Craig Roberts, who I've had on before, and Paul Craig Roberts made the point that this president is a non-establishment president. That's why he has been so targeted endlessly from before he ever was sworn in through every single day of his presidency by the mainstream mockingbird horror media, by elements of the CIA, by rogue elements within our own government. And now we can see how fully, wholly, maybe hopelessly corrupt our government is. So as I said, I think I began our interview today saying, we are at war. So dear listener, make no mistake, on November 3rd and 4th, War was declared against the Republic of the United States in what is an attempted coup. Ken got that right. This is an attempted coup. Now, so far, it hasn't been a successful coup, though the mainstream media would like the people to believe it. It's done. Feed it complete. It's done, right? Game over. Go home. Nothing to see here. You know, Biden is so unpopular. Do you know that they're going to have a virtual inauguration? They're not going to have. Nobody would show up in Washington, D.C. to see this man. All right, so we are in the midst of a coup, a war for the republic, which gives our president wartime powers, right? Remember the act he put, uh, the EO EO of uh, September 12, 2018. Harsh penalties for those involved in foreign uh, election interference. Harsh penalties. You can seize your assets. So we're going to find out in the next 30 days who the patriots are, and who the traders are. I think we have a pretty good idea already, but then we're gonna find out for sure, sure. Is Q is Q a LARP? I, You know, mm-hmm. look, and, and I don't even think that's fair because the president may lose this war and that still doesn't mean Q is a LARP. It means the White Hats got beat by the Black Hats.
0: Right. And just going to your point here about the mainstream media trying to tell us the narrative, I reminded people on my Twitter account a couple of days ago that of course the mainstream media is not omnipotent and i want to bring up this little tweet here as you see here there's a time magazine madam president or i think that was newsweek and of course dual president and <laughs> time magazine and of course president gore um uh, so they they didn't get it right a couple of times so maybe they don't have it right this time too and of course i i agree with sean uh, the timing here um we, we've got about 30 days or so, maybe to the end of 20th of January, to really figure out what just happened. Maybe we'll never know. Maybe, like you say, the White Hats lose. And uh, of course, the victors will write history. And um, you know, uh, all of us here who were trying to get to choose will <laughs> we'll go down in history and be deleted with everybody else here uh, in this uh, president uh, parallel earth <laughs> that I tweeted about here. Uh, Sarah, what are your thoughts as we close this? Um, Particular topic here as to whether or not Trump and the 17th letter of the alphabet group uh, was a LARP
2: Well, I, I agree with uh, what Sean is saying, but I do have to say with Q and I've said this from the beginning I I don't understand the pushback because if if they're gonna be pushing back so hard There's a reason they're gonna push back They they don't allow things that are goofy or they allow things that are goofy to stand because it makes everybody look bad if it's real that's when they, they push it down. The only problem I have with Q is the um, trust the plan stuff. I, I, I was always nervous about sit back and trust the plan. I think people need to get involved. Um, it, 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 that's the one part I don't, I didn't like about it, but I do like the fact that it was educating people so much. And it was a very much a cheerleader type thing, which people needed. We needed this. People are like Sean was saying earlier, deer in the headlights there were there and there still are so many people that are so clueless on so many things that there needed to be an educational channel for people to learn what really is going on. I mean, we need massive education. The mass media needs like I had an interview with General McInerney and I agree with him 100 percent. We need to do he needs to call the um, Insurrection Act. He needs to do martial law, shut down these um these mainstream media channels, because we are in a coup. We are being taken over. This is a war. We're being taken over by somebody who wants to completely, by a group that wants to completely destroy the United States. We're not talking just a normal, I wouldn't even be fighting if it was just a normal political candidate that happened to win that I didn't like. This is this is something else. This is, they're taking over this country. They're taking over the world and they're implementing a plan. And this is happening right now. And so the insurrection, I said, well, you know, the problem though, General, is they're, it's going to look like Trump's a dictator if he does that. And and he he had a good point. He's like, well, that's when we go and we have to educate people, educate people on what really is going on. People need to know, and I'm tired of being one, one of the only ones that know it, along with you guys and a few others out there like us, who know that the deep state, this globalist, fund all their operations with people through human trafficking, through organ trafficking, through the most disgusting behavior on the planet. That's how they fund their operations and they're becoming more and more brazen. We can't afford to have these people running our world. We got to stop this. And and the more people that know, the more people are going to stand up. But how far can they push us with this COVID shutting down people who have no livelihoods, these businesses, you know, the the fact that t- at least 10 times more people are dying from the mandates than the actual virus itself or from flu pneumonia all put together because who knows what COVID is. But the fact that so many, you know, so many casualties are happening from their malfeasance of how they're managing this. I mean, how far can they push us before people start to crack? And maybe that's what they want. Now, they ask, is Trump just a patsy there, a stooge for them to implement this? Uh, you know, and people have asked me that. And I do get worried about this Um, warp speed, you know, with the vaccine, the warp speed vaccine, and he's pushing that. But I got to tell you, he, Biden is for mandatory vaccines. Trump is not. Trump's for voluntary. Trump's for therapeutics. Trump's for um, restricting, um, uh, you know, taking away all these, what do you call it, um, restrictions on businesses. He's for putting America first. So is he, you know, the Israel stuff, I get worried about some of that, but is he a bad guy? I don't know. But if I would take that wild card a hell of a lot before, I would take Biden, which we know hands down is a globalist and he's going to, you know, throw America under the bus. He doesn't care. He doesn't care about any of us.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Thank you, Sarah. I appreciate that. Um, Sean, when you were last on the show, uh, uh, while I had a show, I remember we had this conversation about, well, what's the option here? Uh, We we were trying very hard to get out of this right-left paradigm, but here we are being sucked back into this fight here. And of course, we have the choice towards fascism, (laughs) or we have the choice of maybe some type of freedom on one side. Um, Thanks, Sarah. And I wanted to I guess to reiterate um, one point you just made here, and I think I'm running out of time, so maybe this will be for another episode, but you just raised the question of warp speed and this pre-positioning of military assets under the guise of uh, maybe uh, distributing this uh, Ant Maxine uh, to the population uh, of choice. Now, is this a pre-positioning tactic for what's about to come in the next couple of weeks, uh, days, weeks um, here maybe and, and <laughs> maybe we'll leave it at that as a question here for the audience and what I want to do now, we have about eight minutes left or four minutes left on the hour here and I promise you guys we, we'd uh, we'd end this by nine o'clock and I'd really appreciate your time so I'm going to give you each uh, the time to uh, maybe give your uh, final thoughts to the audience, words of encouragement and also how to reach you and if you have any specials or discount codes on uh, some of your wares and services. So I'll start with you. I uh, can't last words and where can we reach you?
1: Oh, well, I'm at c uh, 60 purplepowercom if you want to learn a little bit more about uh, Carbon 60. But uh, my comments on the thing, you know, there are spiritual laws of nature uh, which you violate at your own peril. And we're in, this is the, you know, the end of the Kali Yuga and the avatar is appearing and all of their plans and, and plots will all be exposed as the light of day shines on them. And they'll run like cockroaches looking for the corners of the room. So they may be planning to take over the world, but it will not happen. Uh, unexpected things will happen, which will cause their their evil plans to fail.
0: Very good. And folks, of course, you can find some of these beautiful products at c60purplepower.com. And I believe, Ken, if I'm not mistaken, there's still a discount code available for the Beyond Mystic uh, followers, and that is Beyond Mystic, one word, is that correct? I think Mystic 10. Mystic Ken, yes, that's what it was. So, folks, uh, if you want to encourage Ken, you're encouraging me at the same time here. It is one of my affiliate programs. And uh, seeing as YouTube has eaten my lunch lately, uh, of course, it will be greatly appreciated if you can support us. Uh, So, thank you for that, Ken. uh, Back to you now, Uh, Sean. uh, Last words here, uh, maybe of encouragement to the audience and uh, where we can find your products and wares um thanks
3: yeah thanks for having me on too appreciate it it was uh it was fun and we should do it again and we'll uh, know a lot more in a month i would just say if people want to find me use bing and just type in sgt report you'll actually be able to find me if you do that using google it you won't so i've been pretty much uh ghosted and you know terminated as a human being by uh, google and youtube so use bing or use one of the other search engines. Unfortunately, some of the other search engines, I think, use the Google algorithm. So if you use Bing specifically, type in SGT report, do that on Bing, do it on Google and see how different the results are. It's pretty telling. Um, the other thing I would say is that I hope Ken's right. And I do, I think that there's a really good chance that he's right. And uh, that other people out there I respect, like my buddy, Dave, uh, x22, You know, maybe things are all going to work out swimmingly. I just want people to remember that we are actually in the midst of a war right now. This is World War III. It uh, essentially was done to us digitally, you know, with Dominion voting machines and a very, 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 very hopelessly, systemically crooked Democrat Party rigged the election for a man who should never, ever be president. And the point I've been making is that President Donald Trump should, and he has people advising him to do this, use, use the Insurrection Act, okay? That's not martial law. The Insurrection Act is constitutional. Martial law would supersede the Constitution. So he should declare uh, the Insurrection, Insurrection Act, and he should seize those damn servers that even the criminals in these states are not turning over despite despite in some cases being demanded that the servers uh, be turned over for examination. So we know that it's an attempted coup. This is war. We've got 30 days left, maybe longer. Who knows how this will shake out. And I do believe that sometimes surprising things happen. So maybe Ken's right, but uh, pray for the Republic, pray for the president because we're down to the last 30 days and uh, Lynn Wood and Sidney Powell, pray for them too. You know, pray for people like Ezra Cohen Watnick, Uh, over there at uh, the Pentagon, who some people, like uh, Major uh, Jeffrey Prather, believes is Q. And Prather has said that several times himself. So whether or not Q's a LARP, there are patriots in place, people like Ezra Cohen-Watnick. And I would remind people that uh, on November 9th, 2020, Trump fired Mark Esper and put in, as Secretary of Defense, Christopher Miller, who is a loyal white hat So there is the potential to take this thing back. I don't see how Trump has any other choice. If he knows what I know, and he knows a lot more than I know, then he knows our nation is at war. And I don't think he's a man who's going to stand down to this war that's been waged upon us, but we shall see. So thanks for having me on, and God bless.
0: Thank you very much, Son. Last but not least, Sarah, your thoughts and your encouragement to the audience and where we can find you.
2: Well, let's hope I give some encouragement, but first a shout out to Lauren. Thank you for uh, siding with me and feeling like me. Um, I, you know, I, I, I got to agree with Sean on the fact that we are at war. I think people need to really clearly understand this. And, and I, I agree with Ken in the sense that um, there's karma, there's laws of nature. The problem is, is that it can get really, really, really ugly before the laws of nature kick in and there can be lots of people um, dying and we could get really dark before it turns if we don't stand up. We need to stand up sooner rather than later. Now, if Trump does the Insurrection Act and the martial law and he forces the election to be redone fairly, I think he could come out ahead on this and really look like, be, be an amazing president, be an amazing leader but he needs to come forward and he needs to do that. He needs to show the American people that our elections have been rigged for years and years and it's not okay. We can't we can't pick, they can't select our people at every level for us. If you want to have any kind of semblance of a republic and that needs to be shown. And I think he could restore the republic and it could be amazing, but he needs to do that. This is a time that could be of great, uh, we we've had these problems for a, for a long time we've been building up to these problems and you know the the trafficking in human beings is real and it's happening so this could be a moment of greatness for the human beings on this planet to turn this around so if you want me to end with encouragement time is now where we could stand up and turn this around and it could be a great awakening that could really bring light for Centuries to come, or it could be a new dark ages. And, uh, you know, I mean, we're really at that precipice right now.
0: Thank you so much, Sarah. And I agree with you. Thank you so much, Sarah. I agree with you. And I agree with you all. This is um, maybe the last days of this particular war we're fighting. It is, of course, a spiritual war. We are all here to try to better understand the transitory nature of our reality to find our inner magic, to cultivate it, and to be of service to others. And I think if we all push towards that direction, ourselves here we can go a long way into making sure that the scales are tipped back towards the light as opposed to the darkness and in terms of seeing a break in the clouds i do recommend if you're looking for maybe some more words of hope here to watch this interview with uh, penny kelly uh from last week i think you'll find that quite fascinating and i want to remind you this week also Another blockbuster uh, show with uh, Jim Willie is coming up on the twenty-third. This will be the monthly letter report, and um, after that, uh, starting the first week of January, I have Laura Eisenhower coming on to the show. do this overview of ufology and how maybe there's et interference in the whole story here so stay tuned for all of that and i want to remind you again if you're just joining the show now um this is my backup channel and i'm asking you guys to please like share and subscribe as i try to rebuild this community uh, that was taken away so that we can continue doing the work where we left off so uh and Sarah, uh, Sean, thank you so much, guys, for being here. This was a great conversation. We could go another four hours the way we were going here, and I think the audience would absolutely stay here for the whole thing. Uh, So maybe this will be in French. Partie reprise. We'll do this again uh, in January as we have more information as to how the things are rolling out in our reality. So thank you so much, everyone, for joining us here on the uh, live stream. Please remember to like, share, and subscribe, and I will see you soon. Au revoir.